0: <laughs> and hello, sweeties. It's about time, bitch. My name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. Rogan away. <laughs> Well, hello, sweet and welcome to... Me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, and...
1: Rowena Way! And also, this is What's the Maple Tea?
0: (laughs) What's the maple tea, exactly? Why do I still have those headsets on?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Why do you have headsets on? Oh, my
0: goodness sakes. Hello, sweet peas! Yay! Hello! Do you like my background? I do. It looks like you're on vacation somewhere. I can't quite identify where, but... I'm I'm overseas. You you'll see a bridge in a moment or two. Oh, okay. I wonder what bridge it is. Where it could it be?
1: Oh my god, are we possibly down under?
0: We're down under, babies. We're do- we're down under. Possums, 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 we're down under.
1: <laughs> Fun fact, I've actually taken almost an identical photo from the Sydney Opera House. That's where that photo was taken.
0: Is it taken from the Sydney Opera House? I yeah, can see it. It's taken s-
1: from right behind the Sydney Opera House.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I totally didn't check
1: our levels, so I'm assuming we're good. <laughs> I, I'm going to say sure because uh, I don't have the ability to check that. Hey, All everyone. Right. Welcome to What's the Maple Tea, the uh, live video broadcast podcast where we talk about everything RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race Down Under. Canada's Drag Race and uh, Kingston Drag, because we're both uh, Kingston Drag Queens. Um, y- you know, <laughs> I, I'm
0: sorry, uh, uh, my makeup got lost uh, on, uh, on its way here.
1: Oh my goodness, mine too. <laughs> Coincidence? There's some sort of corruption scheme going on with drag makeup right now. <laughs>
0: Oh, Norman, I I always love... He's got the positive comments. He's like, you sound good and you look good.
1: He has the positive comments so I can share the hateful ones.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What hate? There's nothing to hate about uh, uh, this current season. So far, episode one.
1: Nothing so far. Nothing to hate. I mean, I... uh... Don't feel like I know any of these queens yet, but I don't hate them, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: you know what? Uh, the bar has set so low after the last season, Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race season thirteen. It's so low that anything is
1: a uh, is a, is a nice surprise. Suppose <laughs> I've I've actually I think I've started enjoying the non-main seasons like the non-American drag race seasons more than I enjoy regular drag race. So I'm actually really happy with this season so far. It's very refreshing. I think the queens are uh, a different take on drag. Maybe they take themselves less seriously, kind of like the Drag Race UK girls. They take themselves less seriously, and I like it.
0: Yeah, uh, there's nothing I could say negative about this program at all, but um, before you we get the into mean RuPaul talking
1: to RuPaul? Uh,
0: okay, maybe there is stuff we can talk badly about. Um, the, get the tea going. Mm-hmm. Um, I would... Yeah, so uh, I just... Start get that my, kettle, girl. Start that start kettle. Back, get the tea growing. Get the tea flowing. Let the tea flow through you. Um, so that was the May the 4th kind of reference, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> sure sure but I just uh, so I just want to share my initial thoughts um, of of the program like you know the, just some feelings that you get yeah and... give me those
1: thoughts those feelings those emotions girl give it to me
0: girl so first of all I just want to point out that I am not watching this on BBC <sighs> the BBC does gasp! The, I know gasp Look gasp Look gasp um, I am a true BBC girl but even when I put in the adult settings into the BBC app it still bleeped out most of the language in the first two minutes
1: and you yes. already can't understand what they say so like
0: it didn't even bleep it just it muted them it muted it and I'm like I think I'm only getting half this conversation What? what oh my god you're not watching first- Untucked Wait, what? There's an Untucked with this?
1: Oh, no. That was a joke. Honey. Oh, fuck. If fuck. you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. Oh! Sorry. I didn't get the. Yeah. I'm not... Yes.
0: No, there's no I Untucked with Drag Race Down Under. Butter. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, I went to Crave TV, and that's when I discovered, oh, it's, it's. you know, they're saying the word fuck everywhere. <laughs> which is, like, outlawed in Britain, but apparently 110% okay in New Zealand and Australia.
1: Yeah, it's and weird. In Britain, that. you can't say fuck, but you can say cunt all you want. I
0: don't, I, I don't get it, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I, I love it. The, the fact that they were, like, unabashedly, like, their language was unabashed. They, they weren't holding back on anything, and, and I was within the first five minutes I was just totally like oh my god this is a different show this is a different program they're definitely on a different continent and I'm loving it already like oh my god
1: Mm. what were your thoughts what were your thoughts for I I really enjoyed this first episode uh in that I we I liked the fashion of these queens it's not like the high money um getting designers to design your clothes. I mean it's it's much more real, down to earth. But I also feel like this first episode was just a rush. Like I didn't get to know anybody. The only name that I could remember other than other than um so were two. I could only remember two names coming out of this. I already knew Karen from Finance, so that one's good. But uh-huh. the only two I could remember coming out were Kata Main because it's so much fun to mean. say, yep. and a mean. Uh, JoJo's a hoe. Because I mean, that name just gives me life.
0: Well, her opening line, like uh, "Careful, Mama's a hoe," and she's going in dry or something like that. Like you know, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, the the censors didn't bleep anything out." <laughs>
1: no, no. Uh, so I felt like I didn't really get to know any of them, so I don't have. I don't have a lot of, like, good impressions of anybody so far. I just felt like it was all very quick. And the challenge that they were given didn't really showcase each person's personality.
0: No, no. But you did get a lot with the dialogue, like the... um Sorry, I'm just I'm just testing something. Look, I got the photos up here. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's Karen, Karen from, from finance. finance. I love. Uh, let me just say that um, I I th- I think I have a little bit of a crush on Karen from Finance. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever had like you know any kind of feelings towards another queen. But is it a girl reason, crush or is it a crush? Crush? I don't. It, well, <laughs> care for finance. I'm like, oh my god. My <laughs> god. Uh yeah, so I'm hoping Karen's going to be there
1: all the way to the top uh top 3 or top 4. I mean, I uh, think it's a solid bet that Karen will be there for a while. She's a well-established queen. She is known for being funny. She's known for having a very distinct style. Um I think that she'll do well. She might not win, because the people who win the season are never the people who I think will win the season, except for season 13, because Simone was going to win. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like she's day, going to day. do very well.
0: Mm. Well, especially with, the, uh, with this first episode, she came in really, mm-hmm. really strong. She did. She came off very strong. I, I'm looking down because I took notes. I took some oh my
1: goodness, she's prepared. <laughs> she's prepared. Uh, but the,
0: the op- <laughs> but I, and I loved the uh, when you first met Karen from Finance, because this is my first introduction to Karen from Finance, when she missed her cue on the floor. And I think she, <laughs> that was intentional. That was definitely um, intentional. Yeah. Uh, but you, did, you get, get to learn about some of the girls when they were coming in and doing the uh, conversations and stuff. Um, mm. And I totally forgot all their names. But, oh, actually, let's get to... Uh, I, can, I can show you the cast. Hold on a second here.
1: I mean, I also have their names here if you want me to just read them to you. <laughs> so, from left to right, we have Jojo's a hoe, Karen hey. from Finance. Et cetera, et cetera, Is that right? Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Scarlett Adams. Kate Amain. Uh, uh, the next one, the Electra, Electra. Shock, <laughs> <laughs> Maxi Shield, who I love, I love her. Oh my um, god, yeah. Anita Wiglet, oh Coco Jumbo, and Art Simone. Art Simone, yeah, exactly. Wow, sorry, what were really you going to say strong... about Anita?
0: Anita, uh, um, just love her, just love her. The fact that she's like, you know, slightly older than well kind of my age and then she's reading like etc etc she's like etc etc is exactly half my age (laughs) and i'm like i feel for you girl i feel for you but (laughs) and her her sense of comedy too when she came out um so let me just change uh,
1: her sense of comedy is very high energy one note over the top one note That was uh that little acting challenge she had. She was critiqued for being very one note, very uh very high energy the entire time. Wait, who are we talking about? She didn't know how right to bring now? it down. Anita Wiglet.
0: Oh Anita Wiglet. sorry, sorry, I apologize. I'm getting names mixed up. So Anita, yeah, I Anita's cute. Yeah. It's just when she she does that like, kind of like her face. Mm-hmm. It's just like, "Oh, love it. Uh, yeah, she, I guess yeah. She was. <laughs> when Brew was reading her, she's like, "Give me angry, give me happy. Why are they both the same?" <laughs> 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 uh, but so some of the backstory. So you we are able to figure out that Anita Wiglet and uh, Kita Mean are the uh, hosts of a uh, House of Drag and. Is it Auckland,
1: New Zealand? In Auckland, New Zealand, yes. So House of Drag is a drag race style TV show uh, that they are the co-hosts of. And I went and I watched a few more episodes of that after this uh, after this episode. And honestly, they're very... Uh, well, one, uh, Ketamine has lost a lot of weight. Um, mm-hmm. And two, they're very entertaining. I think they play off each other well. And if they are together in group challenges, I think that they will do very well as a team.
0: Oh, together as a team. Yeah. Well, they also own a cabaret together. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I get the impression they've been in business together for like a decade or something.
1: So what do you think? Uh, are you inspired to uh, start the the first gay bar of the 2020s in Kingston, Ontario with me? with you wait what
0: <laughs> girl you got money you got money stashed away to open up a gay bar why did you tell me
1: oh hell why no you- i'm a, i'm a poor millennial i can't afford to buy a house the government's robbing me blind i don't know what i'm gonna do with the rest of my life so no but if i can oh, sleep God. in the cabaret that we buy then maybe maybe okay a little bit of
0: history uh, not that anyone asked for it, but uh, give me the history. I'm giving you the Street. So, Club Four Seventy Seven, which was a gay club in town here, um, a lot of people had some great fond memories of it. It was called Robert's Club Vogue before it became Four Seventy Seven. James was the owner of Four Seventy Seven, although there was rumors he was just a half owner. Anyway, whatever. But he was he was the active running guy running the bar, owner sort of thing. And by the end of the club, things were getting a little iffy. And uh, we discovered that he had renovated one of the rooms in the basement to be a bedroom. He even put in a shower in there and everything. So he was living out of the...
1: By bedroom, do you mean sex dungeon?
0: No, no, no. It was just... (laughs) It was just a bedroom. It was just (laughs) to sleep in, to sleep in. No, the couch was for the sex, and that was out in the middle of the room. Ah, uh, typical gay bar. I know, I know. Never put your... Never try to figure out what's between those uh, those uh, cushions, because
1: you never know. You really, never know. it's just a safer bet to not sit down when you're at a gay bar. Just don't sit down.
0: <laughs> Unless it's on
1: someone else, don't sit down. Oh, all right.
0: So, yeah, well, so... Talk to us. We'll 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 be the front facing of any gay bar. Well, there we go. We in go. away and Tiffany Morgan.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's um, the the plan. The life goal. The new life goal coming out of COVID. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of these entrance looks. Oh, okay. So um, the, are
0: these? Oh, these photos are the entrance looks. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, those are the entrance. I looks. got
0: I got promo shots. I got promo
1: shots. So uh want to go alphabetically oh okay we're um, going jojo's a hoe first well um, that's that's where it started so <laughs> right <laughs> so i hate this
0: oh my god yes
1: <laughs> i hate it so much i'm i i originally just hated it because of the wig and the makeup but then i looked at the outfit and then i hated it because of the outfit and so overall i just i want it to go away
0: I, I liked the wig because it gave me a little bit of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the original movie. kind of gave me that feel to it. And I like the fact that she did the um, Aboriginal colors as well for Australia. But other than that, yeah, I, I agree with you with the, um, yeah. But I will say, and it's important, I think, that we mention this for this program because, anyway, uh, how it goes, But JoJo apparently made every single outfit herself. Well,
1: good for her. It doesn't make it better. (laughs) No, no. Well, anyway, I just, I think it's just a craft. You gotta, you gotta acknowledge it. So my main problem with this outfit, I mean, I don't like the wig. I'm not a big fan of the fake, fake hair wigs. Um, But that's besides the point of why I hate it. I hate it because (laughs) it is, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like she has this black bodysuit and this like cellophane dress and then this massive yellow bow and none of it's cohesive and it definitely doesn't go with the wig. And I don't know what she's trying to do. So like maybe if she had an umbrella on her head, that might be cool. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, like it's a rain dress or something. Like
1: it's a rain dress, but and then honestly, those socks with those shoes, I am no, no. So that's Jojo's a no. <laughs> Jojo is a no for me. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, next up is oh, sorry, Anita, Anita Wiglet. Anita I mean, this is the vampire dominatrix look that I would definitely wear. So,
0: she was kind of giving me a little bit of uh, Dracula or something like that, you know.
1: A little bit. She kind of looks like a promo from Dracula, except that her face is not spooky or scary. True. She's too nice. She. I think she's going to be terribly nice,
0: isn't she? Because she couldn't even. She can even throw shade jokingly at Hida. Hida mean, right? Like Mm -hmm. who's going to go? home first, Anita's like, well, it depends on the song. And then Kita means like, Anita's going home first. <laughs> yeah.
1: She might be too used one. to being nice to everyone else,
0: so. In I, real I, life. Oh, sorry. I haven't even said if I like the outfits or not. I'm like, <laughs> nah, I, I like it. <laughs> Art
1: Simone! I love this.
0: <gasps> and she it's... was the first one
1: into the room. She was the first one into the room. Um, she's also someone that I was really anticipating because I follow her on Instagram and she's an amazing makeup artist. And this look is just so simple, but it also really like speaks to who she is. Like she is an artist. That's what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having problems with
0: it. Who is Anita Wiggly? <laughs> no, I, I I enjoyed it. To me, it was a nice uh, kind of like not overly complicated outfit either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we were able to get to see uh, more bits and like more details and stuff like that of her. Um,
1: exactly. All right, and next, next one, Coco Jumbo. Oh my God! Like Ugh, big, personality. So big personality, big personality. She's gorgeous. This dress is a little simple, but she looks amazing. That smile will will like, you know. Oh, that yeah. that's a smile that will light a hundred light bulbs for you. You don't need electricity.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the 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 face, makeup, hair, yeah, just great, just great, just
1: great. Next. And... <laughs>
0: Electra shot. Oh, my God. And Coco Jumbo had some really good one-liners in the first show.
1: Yes. Electra. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, Electra. There's so much going on. I feel like this is one of those people who needs to learn to edit. Just a little bit.
0: I will say that in general, yes. Like this, this initial outfit that we're looking at here, I, I thought it was a good outfit. Um, I did agree with JoJo. Like the hair looks like it—it it is thirsty. And thirsty. you would know a lot about thirsty hair. Yeah, because you know I do have hair that is older than you. Uh, <laughs> and it thirsts for blood, baby
1: blood. <laughs> I I think my issue with this outfit is that she doesn't have enough body proportion to make those sleeves look good. I think that she needed to be cinched in a little bit more or some bigger hips and then maybe lose that skirt cape thing.
0: I like the fact that she incorporated hearts and she did incorporate hearts into the, her other outfits in this episode. So I'm kind of mm-hmm, wondering mm-hmm. if she's trying to focus on a brand, you know, like she's going to use the hearts loving. throughout the. She's loving. She's loving. She's going to use those hearts throughout the uh, the rest of the season. We'll see. We'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Next up, oh, sorry, is etc. Is... etc. Et oh my! Uh, probably <laughs> my the least bug spray? <laughs> <laughs> my least favorite drag name. I think ever to be on Drag Race. Um, because what do you call her? Do I call her like, E.T.? E.T. E.T. Like, Etc. Et et yeah, yeah. I don't know what to call her because I'm not going to call her Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Every time I see her, it, it just her like seems at? like a lot.
0: Hey, et, at,
1: at, hey, et. I don't know.
0: Hey, Anyways, look, so th- cucaracha. Hey, look but I cucaracha. think that
1: this look is fun. It's nothing spectacular, but it's fun.
0: I I like the fact that she had a little wardrobe malfunction. Uh, That's the one thing I I, I think throughout this episode is that there were were wardrobe malfunctions Mm -hmm. and just how they dealt with them.
1: Yeah. Well, Um, I mean, her wardrobe malfunction was just like her antenna was bent. Yeah. But she was... um...
0: (laughs) Roger, especially that blue wig. I'm assuming he's talking about
1: my blue wig. Yes, that would be your blue wig. Yes. I'll speak about blue. It's Karen. Karen. This is just perfect. Like, she walks in and you know her her style. You know her her take on drag. And, like, this is exactly what I expect from someone whose name is Karen from finance.
0: Now, where is she from? Perth? Is, is that where she's from? I can't
1: remember. Uh, she is from Melbourne. Oh, okay. She's from yeah, Melbourne. But-
0: But, you know, to walk out in an outfit like this, that kind of screams the Outback, you know, I I thought it was very, very appropriate. How does this outfit scream the Outback? Well, the hat and the kind of
1: um, suit. So we have a comment there. Um, I want to ask you, does Karen from finance make you like Karen's?
0: Does it make me like Karens.
1: Yeah, <laughs> every retail that... worker's most hated person.
0: Well, you know, um, I I I relate to the Karens because yeah, you know, I am now a, a middle-aged woman, and uh, yeah, if if I don't get enough froth in my Starbucks, I will throw it back at you. Uh, it's just the truth. <laughs>
1: extra hot, no foam, extra froth.
0: This isn't burning enough.
1: (laughs) If I can't feel it scalding my small intestine, I don't want it.
0: Oh, and then me! This is the best name ever. Oh, my God.
1: This is one of those names that just makes me really happy that you have to say it in their accent in order to get the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Courtney Act. You don't get it unless you say it with her accent. Wait what?
0: <laughs> I I kid I kid, but kidding me? Mean, yeah, like you know that she was fun in the early two thousands.
1: <laughs> in the early two thousands, when uh, Aqua was popular, she made this outfit, and she's been wearing it ever since. <laughs> uh, but she's she's got the the. Um, the
0: stationary kind of wig thing there, too. Did you like that on that?
1: I liked it in this one because it goes with her outfit. It's very childish. It's very girly. It's very comic. Whereas on JoJo, I didn't understand why there was a comic wig, why there was a foam wig. Whereas in this one, it totally makes sense.
0: So it's kind of interesting to think that a drag fashion could be very much like garden design where the pink is picked up in other areas of the outfit. You know, you can see it in other areas and that's that's an important thing. When you have a color that just stands on its own that's not repeated or, or incorporated into things, then it kind of really pops, pops out and and if that's not your intent, then there's a problem. It's true. Next Oh Maxi Shield, Glover I,
1: I am excited. For Maxie, I think that she's going to be fun. Um, also, that breastplate makes me very happy for reasons that I can't fathom. Uh,
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm going to hold my
1: tongue. Hold my tongue. It is It but... is my dream to motorboat a drag queen's breastplate. I have never ah! done it, but one of these days I will. <laughs> Uh, leave an imprint of my face as a signature on their boobs
0: i love the fact yeah i love this dress well a because i feel like i could wear this and i I feel like i could wear that wig and the jewels were just like felt really like old school drag um it's very it's very old school
1: very pageant very camp yes
0: and i loved when rupe was like oh you can your eyes out with that, and sh- and then she focused on the earrings and she's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yep.
1: And um, Scarlett Adams, mm-hmm. I mean, this is just it looks like she's trying to be Karen from finance, but a little dangerous. Like, this is the exact yeah, you- same outfit that Karen wore, just in red.
0: <laughs> no, it is. <isn't.
1: laughs> It really is. It's the same type of like uh high-powered executive pantsuit and except that she has a collar, slick back hair and like cutouts in her skirt. It's the exact same outfit just styled a little bit darker. Um
0: oh, sorry, what's this? The yeah. <laughs> Oh, am I getting this out of sync here, Roger? The query of Drag Race Down Under.
1: No, this is definitely
0: for Scarlet Adams. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know how I, uh, as an opening look, to me, this was like, meh, meh. Like, you know. Oh, I agree, it doesn't, I agree. It doesn't tell me anything about her other than maybe that she's in it to wit it and she's a, a cold-hearted snake. Look into <laughs> her eyes, uh-oh. You know, um, and it didn't help that I started reading up about her afterwards.
1: Oh, yes. She has had a scandal about 10 years ago. I think it's still going on. I mean, I think that the impact of the scandal has been brought back up. So a while ago, she uh, did blackface as a young drag queen. um, And it was... I mean, obviously not well taken by the indigenous communities in Australia and a lot of the indigenous queens. And she's apologized for it. But because she's now on television, it's come back up again and she's had to apologize for it again. But apparently she's already spoken to all of these queens about it and already made amends. So it's really just because the public is finding out that she's now having to deal with it again. And like people can change. So if she's already changed and made amends and tried to be better, then I don't think we should hurt her for that. Yeah.
0: And and apparently Karen from finance as well. um, But that she, there was very clear that she had made amends uh, quite ahead of time, but Mm -hmm. I I, I am happy to see that they're being proactive about this, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's not suddenly this, this dirty secret that comes up halfway through the program. They're addressing it right away and that's that. I think that's the that's the proper way to do it.
1: Well, I mean I think that they're addressing it right away because of JoJo. Because of Jojo? Um, because Jojo was one of those people who was very outspoken against Scarlet way back when. Um and because Jojo oh, yes. is an indigenous queen. Um well, so. oh,
0: JoJo had some really great one-liners that got through to the program
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay, so... I say, <laughs> the first challenge they had to do was an acting-ish challenge. And to be yeah. completely honest, I don't remember any of it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That's us. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, it, se- yeah, it seemed a little bit lackluster. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really understand. Other...
0: Uh, Electra won. Oh, um, okay. It was Electra, right? Wait uh, wait a second sure. here. I don't know. I'm like, I mean, kind of bring up the web pages and be like, oh, wait, hold on a second here. Oh my
1: God, I'm all knowing. <laughs> I'm bringing up the web pages. I can see who won. All I know is who lip-synced for their life and uh, that I hated almost every look that came down the runway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was Electra. I'm double-checking that. But uh, what did you think about um, uh, the guest judge, though? The How they, uh, they had him?
1: I thought that it was very strange that Taika Waititi wasn't actually there. Um, I thought it was it looked like it was pre-recorded and that all of his yes. comments were kind of just like, just slid in there. Like slid it was like there. on
0: a, on a board. They're like, they're like, Oh, hit number mm-hmm. five to, for Tycho. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's sorry, like, uh, Oh yes, say, honey, your acting is
1: so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like, <laughs> it's like your it's little, like little button thing that has the laugh and the, the fart noise. And exactly,
0: exactly. Uh But, yeah, Electroshock won that mini-challenge.
1: Surprise, surprise. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a bit surprising. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So then they had, which seems to be a RuPaul's Drag Race custom now, a double runway. Yes. And I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race is starting to emphasize too much the runways, the looks, And I really wanted to refocus on the challenges, on us getting to know the personalities and the strengths of these queens because that's what I care about in the end. I mean, the looks are great or terrible. I mean, when they're terrible, they're fantastic to watch, but that's not why I watch Drag Race. I watch Drag Race for the personalities and that's what I want to see, not endless supplies of runways. Um, <laughs> Roger,
0: she won by screaming. Elect- that was a great scream that Electra <laughs> Um, well, so I, I kind of have mixed feelings about that because, um, I can totally see the, the looks becoming very, very popular because it is, um, kind of how a lot of people get into drag it's it's the looks you and i both know in the drag circuit there are some queens who are 100 percent just the look
1: mm-hmm. and once
0: you throw them on stage they they're just there for the look <laughs> you know but people love that that that's the first thing that people love about drag you know mm-hmm. the, the, that those initial audiences so when you're having the first drag race down under uh, broadcasting in Australia and New Zealand, yeah, maybe they're going to focus on the looks before they start working on that personality. But I would hope, as a production company, as a gay production company, you know, that they would start twi- like uh, being subversive and start, you know, sharing mm-hmm. with you the dre- uh, like the like gay st- stories and stuff like that into
1: it. So, yep. So, anyways, the first look they had to do was. See, I'm not the only one who doesn't remember the mini-challenge. What, what was the
0: mini-challenge again?
1: <laughs> um, so the first look they had to bring down the runway was Born Naked. And we got wow. a lot of really strange interpretations of Born Naked. Um, but starting from first last... Oh, I don't have the looks. I don't have the looks. So. Oh, that's okay. Um So Anita Wiglet is first. So she wore a, an Adam and Eve-inspired outfit with, uh, like, Ivy going down her nude illusion bodysuit, a snake and an apple. Just very, very camp. Kind of what I expected from her. Very boring. <laughs> yeah. As I said, like, I wasn't very impressed with many of these outfits. The only one for the nude illusion that I was actually really, really impressed with was Art Simone.
0: Now, i watch watched a few other programs that shall be nameless, but uh, there there was, uh, I guess, some of the audience members were a little bit upset with who won because they felt other people were a little bit stronger than other people. Really? Uh, Art Simone being one of them. Because Art Simone... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry not to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah art simone with that uh, cuz she was the half half right mhm that was art the half and yeah. half it
1: was the, the pink with oh. all the gems and then girl hair boy hair it was beautiful absolutely was, beautiful
0: I, yeah yeah i loved it let me first backtrack though and saying that this nude look like if i was thrown that challenge i would have i would have freaked out cuz i have no idea what Mm -hmm. i I have no idea what to do for a nude look and it looks like some of the other girls had no
1: idea what to do well so yeah yeah a lot of them definitely (laughs) didn't know what to do but the but the category is born naked and the rest is drag so it's really about like how your drag is you that's and like art simone is like well i'm this person but i'm also this gorgeous artist like this figure yeah. Um, whereas, like, I don't really understand Anita Wiglitz. It's She's just Eve. And it's a look we've seen two or three times already on Drag Race. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coco Jumbo. This was a uh... choice. <laughs> 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 it looks like she tried to do Got Mix Purple Monster look, but forgot structure
0: yeah so she had those big plushy eyeballs and big old plushy lips Mm -hmm. and uh and i totally get why um, michelle visage was like wait wait, did she say that it looked like you no it was uh it was uh, reese nicholson the other uh the new judge to us Hmm. uh uh, australian i believe super cute Uh, oh i know who was like, yeah, you just took plush pillows and attached them to yourself.
1: Um, Basically. And those earrings did not read as earrings. They were kind of just hanging there.
0: I don't even remember the earrings. I just remember the big old lips.
1: <laughs> She's just a pillow. She was just wearing pillows. She
0: was just wearing dirty pillows, dirty pillows, dirty pillows. <laughs>
1: Next up was Electra Shock, uh, who came down the runway in an imitation of RuPaul's Born Naked music video look with the football shoulder pads. And other than the fact that she has like a Barbie crotch, Mm -hmm. I thought this was fun, if boring.
0: Well, the, the impression I'm getting from Electra and from that look is that like she she is a professional drag queen and she's probably like I, she's not from Sydney, but she would fit in any Mardi Gras Sydney gay parade or something like that. But yeah, I don't I, I tip my hat for her doing her research and she's like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do RuPaul. But
1: yeah, yeah, I just it I wasn't sold on it. It Was very much like a lesser interpretation of RuPaul's outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Next, (laughs) etc. etc. So I was actually really excited by this look. I thought it was quite uh, cool, very interesting. It's a little gross, but quite cool. She came down with like the bloody loose skin and like the pus and boils on her dress, and it was it was interesting.
0: It was something. It was yeah. Uh, so we then also discovered that
1: uh, she's the Susan Boyle of Drag Race Down Under.
0: She's the Bimini of Drag Race Down Under. Yeah, yeah let's
1: not go that far yet. Bimini is very okay. talented.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, next, who was next?
1: <laughs> and moving on, JoJo's a hoe. No. Oh, God, no. Like, God, no. Nude oh. bodysuit. That was it. That's what it was. Nude bodysuit with pubic hair.
0: And that's, you can also say that about, um, what's her name there, too, which was just a silicone
1: bodysuit. Well, anyway. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Scarlett but, Adams. Yeah. Um, Scarlet, uh, so, anyways, but, JoJo's still a no for me.
0: Yeah, I... Fuck. Like, I, I kind of feel... You kind of feel for her. Because if she was making her own outfits, does it mean that she didn't have the money to buy, like, a silica, full-on silicone outfit like it, like half the other people did?
1: Like, I know? mean, so... None of these queens came down the runway in just nude. Like, they all interpreted it in some way, with the exception being... Um, Uh, electroshock kind of just came down the runway in a full nude. But she at least interpreted it as RuPaul's Born Naked. Whereas JoJo's outfit is literally just a nude bodysuit. There's no creativity to it. There was no thinking outside the box. It's just a nude bodysuit. I could order it on Amazon for $15. Not even kidding. Could do it right now.
0: What? Well, it looked really handmade to me.
1: Either way, that doesn't make it good. No, 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 no. Anyway. Anyways, next up, Karen from Finance.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I love this one. This it had a story.
1: It had a story. It was pure camp. It was uh, what I'm going to look like in a month's time when it's warm enough to go out suntanning. So you're
0: going out sun tanning?
1: Well, God. I mean, I will somewhere. Somewhere. Living on the edge. Holy cow! Living on the edge of skin cancer. <laughs> um, but yes, it was. Uh, it was fun. It had a great reveal to those tan lines, and uh, I really enjoyed it.
0: Now her bodysuit was just rhinestoned, wasn't it? Like it was studded.
1: Yeah, I think it was like a glitter bodysuit. Oh, okay. But so uh, I thought that was. She was I that a was wedge like a little heel. Over. She was wearing a wedge heel. Maybe that's why I'm in love with her because she was wearing
0: <laughs> a wedge heel. Maybe that's why.
1: <laughs> that's why she's uh, she's giving you some validation. Next up, someone will wear flats on stage.
0: <laughs> Yay!
1: Uh, next up is Kaita Main. Kaita Main. Uh, uh, her born naked look is, is um uh,
0: oh the all oh, the pom poms yes yeah oh but Reese though Reese's comment um being that uh, he loves balls against his anus or something like that I was just like wow that was like when when that line dropped it was like boom and mm-hmm. and you could. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle was just laughing hysterically because I'm sure sh- because they did they go from BBC filming to then
1: Australia. Yes, they went like, from BBC to Australia. So from not being able to say anything scandalous to the people who swear constantly, drop like drop. yeah
0: exactly.
1: Um, I, I which is I again, don't ha- yeah I don't hate this look. I just think that it kind of eats her up. It makes her look like engulfed by this massive, especially, like, the upper part. She just looks really big. And then the outfit doesn't do anything for her.
0: I think that's true. I think, well, you gotta think, too, some of that could be her body proportions. She had a... Uh, well, no, it discovered could, discovered but... in the first episode, she had a gastric bypass, so...
1: But it um... could be part... Like, it's part of doing drag and looking at what your body looks like and how do you reproportionate. Like, That is that is part of drag, proportionizing is
0: part of drag. Proportionize it well. I thought it was well. I don't know.
1: I think her boobs are too big. Maybe that's it. That's just me. Next up is her boobs
0: are too big. But next
1: up, Maxi Shield, (laughs) whose boobs are not too big.
0: Oh my god! This is so subjective.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It really is. You're, it's okay if she does it and if Jimbo does it, but it's not okay if Ketamine does it. Oh my god, this is just wrong. Is just I know wrong. it is.
0: By the way, I love her hat and her one-on-ones. <laughs> like that who, is who? Who's your, Ketamine, Ketamine. Oh yeah, uh, that is her. Her uh, that is a, a great branding uh, feature there. But yeah, Maxie. Back to Maxie.
1: Sorry. Well, and leopard print. Um, so. I okay, well, love wow. it. Um, Maxie's Born Naked is fun. It's like a yeah. raincoat and she's nude underneath. I think it's a good interpretation, um, especially for someone who doesn't want to go out naked. Um, I think it's a good interpretation. And it was see through enough that you could see that she was naked, but like, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. And then finally, Scarlett Adams with the silicone bodysuit.
0: Yeah, I, um, I liked it. I like the fact that she had, there was the drama with her uh, breaking it and then stitching it back together. But mm-hmm. when it's something that you're like, you're like, okay, you bought that from China for, you know, a thousand dollars you know, like it, was, think... it wasn't even custom made or anything. It was made in like some factory mm-hmm. somewhere. Like when when RuPaul freaked out about um, you know there's H&M. no um, no H and M in, in drag. Is she, why didn't it happen then at that point? Like you know. Yeah. Um... It's, it, oh, oh, but I did love her. Uh, dra- <laughs> I did love uh, Rue's joke though. Uh, she's like, oh, she looks like a human flashlight.
1: <laughs> I mean I'd do her <laughs> I'd do her maybe out of drag I would do her out of drag um, I so the difference between this and Jojo's a hoe for me because they're both very similar concepts is that uh, Scarlet looks pricey Scarlet
0: okay, yeah, Scarlet
1: yeah. looks more expensive She's styled it a little bit nicer. The hair goes with it. the the like the nightgown goes with it. It makes more sense. Like she's waiting for someone.
0: Well, I got the impression the nightgown was just added after the fact because her ass was
1: um, a big. Well, it probably stitch. was, but it made it better because otherwise okay. it would have been the same thing—just a nude bodysuit. Yeah. Okay, so rather than going through all of the. No place like home looks, because honestly, I don't have any reference for any of these looks. I can't be like, oh, that's Sydney. Oh, that's Melbourne. Oh, that's Auckland. I More likely, I just want to say, I absolutely adored, where is it? Oh, wait. I
0: hear clicking. What's going on? It's because I'm You're looking through photos.
1: Away. Yes, I'm looking through your photos. I absolutely adored uh Anita Wiglitz. Oh. She came out she as the sick. sheep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What 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 do you know uh, New Zealand for? It's uh... Well
1: and uh, when I went to New Zealand, there are sheep everywhere. They look like maggots. There are so many of them in the distance on the hills. And honestly that's what I remember. I remember a lot about it, but like I remember that. That's what I remember from the landscape. So I love this look. This was like beast couture. It was fantastic. Also, the heels look yeah, exactly I, like clubs. I loved it. Yeah,
0: and and you knew exactly, you knew exactly that mm-hmm. uh, it was down under for sure.
1: Yeah, um, I'd also like to give some props to. Uh, I like Karen from finances look. Um, I thought it was very simple, but very cute. The, like, chevrons. The chevrons. And
0: Karen, I don't, oh my god, I can't remember her. Oh, no, no, no. She was, she was the drunk girl. She was the drunk girl who went out to the, um, yeah, that look. I thought it was (laughs) just about the fascinator. It was about the chevrons on her dress?
1: Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying that there are chevrons on her dress. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me.
0: Um it, yeah, just looking at the time here. Um but yeah for me I'm trying to remember her name now for some reason. I've just forgotten her name. Art Simone. Art Simone. Art Simone. Like when that outfit came out, and I and I knew that she was from Melbourne. To me, it was like a, a like a total like oh my god that it is totally Melbourne,
1: mm-hmm. that is
0: totally Melbourne that outfit, and the fact that it was like th- that design. It came out all black, and then on the inside, and someone commented on another program. They're like, they're like the way they cut the show. How did she get the hat? Where did the hat
1: come from? <laughs> <laughs> It was probably <laughs> underneath her cape.
0: But you didn't even see her take it out and, and put it on? Suddenly, it's magic. Like, she's out there and there's no hat. And then suddenly, halfway through her walk, there's a hat on her head. And you're like,
1: where did that come from? Uh, but um, I so know. I want to say, they said that they loved Coco Jumbo's look. The gorilla. I like thought it was funny, but like I didn't think it was a good look.
0: I thought I thought if you were going to do gorilla in drag, that was a really great in, interpretation of it. Like, you know, gorilla tends to be like this kind of masculine kind of uh, thing that you think mm-hmm. about. But suddenly it was it was very kind of uh, drag feminized sort of thing. It was.
1: Um, and like, I didn't hate it. I just I didn't love it as much as they did. But um, so well, the final the top two of the week. Top two were Karen from mm-hmm. finance and Art Simone. Do you agree?
0: Um, yes. Yes. Who else was a little bit strong? Um, I No, think... no. I, I,
1: yeah,
0: I agree with those two. Those two were the, definitely the strongest ones. I would say for sure.
1: Yeah. I think just overall their looks had more impact and that's really all we're judging on in this episode because the mini challenge meant nothing. Yeah. As it always does. Um so uh, <laughs> the bottom <laughs> it means two. Nothing, yeah. Yeah, the bottom two. Mhm. Oh, the were bottom two. I, Electra Electroshock and Jojo's a hoe. And I would agree with those two bottoms, yeah. I I would agree with Jojo's a hoe. I Yeah, I'd agree with Electroshock, too. Um, I wasn't quite as upset about her outfit, her last outfit, as they were. The white one with all the hearts. I think she should have lost the rainbow shawl, because I think that it looked cheap. Oh, my God.
0: That's Um, why I hated that outfit. It was that rainbow shawl. That was mm -hmm. way too much. That was was one step over. Well, this is where I come back
1: to. I think she needs to edit just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and that kind of same critique was with um, with JoJo as well, right? Like there, there was it was just the the details. Um, the ideas were definitely there. She put it together herself, but it was like mm-hmm. a little bit of a details the editing that way.
1: Exactly. Um, and I know yeah. you love the lip sync song. I know you, girl. I know you love the lip sync song.
0: Tragedy. Well, Tiffany. Tiffany like
1: is definitely like a disco queen. She loves the disco, the new age disco, the classic disco. I. The moment tragedy came on, I was like, I bet you, Tiffany's dancing right now.
0: Soul and R and B. I'm. I'm all for
1: it too. Yeah, Exactly.
0: No. But of course, it was also a nice little homage
1: to Australia, right? So. Yes, yes. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of very nice uh, Australian throwbacks and maybe a few songs that I don't know, which will be good. But it always surprises me when I think of artists and I don't realize they're from other countries. And I think this will be great for me to get a little bit more Australian education into their music.
0: Well, and also New Zealand, too, because that's that's the one thing I'm they've they've definitely married it really well in, in this first episode like Australia and New Zealand in my mind they're two different kind of cultures and stuff
1: well they are
0: but uh, <laughs> but they they've yeah they're two different countries for sure <laughs>
1: um,
0: but they, they, it seems to be married fairly well and they and quite a few of them know each other too like you know across I the, think it's
1: uh, a small border. world like if you're traveling to perform you're traveling to perform and it's not an expensive flight to go from Australia to New Zealand so, or the other way around.
0: And they filmed in New Zealand, right? In Auckland? They filmed in
1: they Auckland, did. yeah. Yeah. So, Electroshock and Jojo Zaho lip-synced for their lives. And Jojo Zaho went home. Who Do you feel like that was the right choice based on the lip-sync? Uh,
0: yes, yes, based on the lip sync because Electra just, oh, she just went for it. She went. She did. She, it, it. There was a joke that she couldn't attend the uh, grand opening or whatever, like the first viewing of it, because she was still icing her balls <laughs> 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 because of all those splits, all those um, splits. Yeah, and and you could tell. Uh, like, well, I hope, don't, don't slap me for this, but you could tell that Jojo looked a little defeated already.
1: Yeah, you could tell that Jojo was, she, she acknowledged defeat. And Electra she was like, no, I'm staying. I'm staying here. I'm showing you what I can do. So I think that Electra earned it. I think she earned it. But yeah. I'm excited to see... I'm excited to see more from all these queens. Because, as I said, like I don't really feel like I know them yet. I feel like I need a different type of challenge so I can actually know their personalities, know what they're capable of. So I'm very excited for tomorrow's episode.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited, too. Because it's going to be... Oh, my God. They're doing Snatch Game in the second episode.
1: They are. Snatch Game in the second episode. And I... Almost guarantee. I don't know any of the people they're going to pretend to be. <laughs> also, I have heard that this is apparently the worst snatch game in Drag Race history. So uh, this could be really what? fun. Is yeah, that? That's what, what, you what heard? I've heard. That's what I've heard. Oh my goodness
0: sakes! Lucas, Lucas is trying to talk to us about Canada's Drag Race. But before before I, I changed away from uh, Drag Race Down Under, um, let me just say that. The producer, like, you know, the overall producers, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I've been I've been a little bit critical about Canada's Drag Race with uh, 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 J.B.C. Yes. Um, and the decision to change to replace him, whatever reason, you know, ha- whatever the reasons for the replacing to comedian. And Reese Nicholson, who is the guest, uh, who's the judge in Drag Race Down Under. Yes, you need yes. a comedian in that spot.
1: You really wow. do. You really do. Especially if you're not exactly. going to have Ruin Michelle. So, you need that comedian. And I think they should just bring back Mary Walsh, and she should be on every episode. Because she was fantastic.
0: Well, what about Rick Mercer? Why didn't well, they even think about Rick Mercer?
1: I think they don't like, want someone who's, like, bigger, like, bigger, bigger than um, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, so i right, actually, I'm, I'm leaving so here off. we go. So Canada's drag, race, yeah. Canada's drag Race, the girls for Canada's Drag Race season two have left for their quarantine. They are gone.
0: And, and as you can see, I'm in Australia, so I'm clearly quarantined.
1: Clearly you're quarantining as well on the, uh, busy streets of Australia, Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, am Canada's Drag Race now? girls are quarantining. So hopefully they'll be filming soon. And then in the fall, we might get Canada's Drag Race Season 2, so clearly neither of us are on it.
0: What are you talking about?
1: Social media lockdown. Social media lockdown.
0: Uh, Oh, social media lockdown. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, don't even say that because now I'm all speculating in my head. I'm like,
1: oh, who (sighs) who is it going to be? Who haven't I talked to in like weeks? Right. I'm really hoping that they have some good representation from across Canada this year because last year they really focused on Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal. And I think that, I mean, what? There are 13 provinces and territories in Canada and they're fun to remember. So we should remember all of them with our drag queens too.
0: Well, like Lucas said, I. There are some really strong queens from the East Coast, and I would love to see them because they have, they, their talents are totally different.
1: They are um, different
0: types of comedy, different type of drag. And the West Coast, yeah, the West Coast drag is so much
1: different too. But Really, um, I think that we need some uh, good representation from all of the major cities. Like we need Halifax, we need Fredericton, we need Kingston. Yeah, all of us. Well,
0: well let's just
1: New Brunswick
0: <laughs> maybe
1: not <laughs> Ottawa we need someone from Ottawa for sure
0: yeah nation's capital a all you know Yeah, yeah. Exactly. less people from Toronto there we go and see besides, so many there things are, to
1: be excited for
0: besides uh, well anyway well, <laughs> I was, like, was going to say besides everyone in Toronto has got, <laughs> got the COVID so, so. <laughs> now
1: I think it's no, time no, for no, bed no, because no. the sheep behind you are making me count sheep, and I'm getting a little sleepy. So. All right. Well. Very excited um, for tomorrow's
0: episode. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, Rowena, I got your Facebook there, girl. Yeah, so, my Facebook. name is Rowena Way.
1: Follow and, me on Facebook,
0: uh, Instagram, Twitter. Buy my merchandise. My name is Tiffany Morgan. You can find me at tiffany.com, T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E.com. She's got her own own URL. Well, yes. You gotta gotta get that. 13 years I've owned that URL. (laughs) (laughs) Do you actually own it or do you rent it? Uh, I guess it's ownership. Anyway, whatever. I don't
1: think you can own them anymore. Anyways, um... And uh you can find us, can find us can find at themapletea.ca. Wow. Yeah. You can find us at themapletea.ca or you can follow us on Facebook at facebookcom themapletea. And we'll be back again next Friday to talk about the next episode of Drag Race Down Under and whatever else pops into our bloody minds.
0: Exactly. Tell your friends, tell your family, tune in next week. We'll be here. We'll be here. All we'll right.
1: Because we're still in lockdown. Bye. Bye (laughs) Bye-bye.